You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network. You are listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your favorite hosts, Maria Jordan. And your boy, Karis Jordan. And we are sipping tea while spilling tea. What's up, family? Thank you for listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your favorite host, Maria Jordan. And your boy, Kyrus Jordan. <laughs> yes, and today we'll be sipping tea while spilling tea with licensed esthetician. Yeah. I said it right. Yeah, you said it right. <laughs> <laughs> and business owner, Nikki Payne. What's up, girl? Hey, how you doing? I am doing good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for um, having me. Yeah, we're going to have an amazing show. But before we get into it, we got to talk today's tea. All right, y'all, so I'm sure everyone by now has saw Dave Chappelle's last Netflix special, The Closer. Mm -hmm. If you didn't, in my opinion, it was very funny. (laughs) Although I do think uh, Dave Chappelle has a genius way of getting his point across, creating conversation, and obviously offending the LGBTQ community. All right, so this show addressed some of his previous jokes around the LGBTQ community, specifically the transgender community. He also had some explicit jokes about women, so it wasn't just focused on that. And, and, you know, he was just being Dave. Um, But he had some good points in there. Um, But I believe the point of the show was to say that he respects everyone for being who they are and being free to be whoever they want, but we are different. There is a difference... And um, you can't really remove the fact of being a woman um, or being a transgender woman from being a woman. His point is, is that there is a difference and you can't remove that fact in order to make other people comfortable. Um, He feels like it's not necessarily fair to other women. He didn't specifically say that, but that's what I got out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And as controversial as the statement is, scientifically, it is true. Although, because I know I'm about to get it for saying that, but although that doesn't mean that someone who feels like a woman and who believe they were born to live as one or vice versa for a man shouldn't be able to peacefully live as they choose. So I believe that the fight shouldn't be, okay. I feel like a woman. I want to be a woman and you got to call me a woman. I think that the fight should be clearly there's more genders like I feel like right now you have man and woman and those are the only two genders that you're allowed to identify as but why not fight for man woman and transgender as an actual gender Mm -hmm. instead of okay I feel this way so I want to be a woman I feel like a woman you're gonna call me a woman and no more her it got to be us, them, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that in that ideology or I won't say ideology, that thought process. But I do feel like why not us fight for, you know, clearly there are people who are born who feel like they're the two gender that exist is not the mold they fit in or how they were born necessarily is not how they feel. So why not create a new gender? That's my 
thought process. Which what do you did you um, see this? Did you see it? I did not see the show. Okay. However, you heard the backlash though, right? Yeah, and I'm gay. Okay, so, so how did you feel about it though? I wasn't offended. I know I because I I have plenty saying. of lesbian and gay male friends mm-hmm. who weren't offended. Mm-hmm. You know, they felt like once they saw the entire special, that they felt like. Okay, his point was not F everybody and who's mm-hmm. not heterosexual. His point was, no, I have homosexual friends. I have transgender friends. I have friends of all. And whatever you feel and want is nothing wrong with that. And you should be able to live in peace however you feel. Mm-hmm. But his point was, but scientifically, a, a transgender woman is not necessarily a full woman. How do you feel about that? Well, I have transgender clients as yeah. well, but I've always felt like a boy. Uh-huh. Right? I yeah. look like a girl. All my family say that's a little boy. Yes. But I know I'm a girl. I'm not going to go in a men's restroom. I can I can put on um boyish clothes, yeah. but no one ever questions me. They yeah. never say she's transgender. Yeah. They'll say, "Oh, she's a tomboy." Or, yeah. But I do think that they should have it should be male, female, transgender. I feel like there should be a, an, an additional gender. I feel like... Especially restroom. Uh, in restrooms. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly... Babe, how you feel about it before I get into all my spill? Um, I mean, uh, I mean, it, it made this point. It created dialogue um, for people to talk. Yeah. And, um, I think that was the whole purpose, especially from even from Sticks and Stones. Every Dave Chappelle special has a, a message in it. But people always you think about it. You could say 100 things nice. You say one thing wrong. You think everybody attacks him. But then they miss the point where how he's, you know, started a trust fund for his friend that was transgender that that killed himself. Yeah. You know, so people miss that whole point. Herself. Just, yeah, herself. <laughs> people miss that whole point and, you know, just yeah. attack them thinking that he was just completely going going after them. But here's the thing. If you don't like something, turn it off. You know? Yeah. So if you didn't like what he was saying, stop listening. That's the problem with people that if you don't like something, just keep it moving. You don't have to sit there and be disgusted by something and then just go yeah. off on it. If you well, don't let like me it, turn it tell off. you, they're having a whole protest this week, if they haven't already. Um, Netflix um, employees, there are several um, like celebrities who are actually supporting it because they feel that you should not play anything on Netflix that could fuel the hate of transgender. Now, wait a minute, wait, 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 yeah. wait, a minute, wait, wait, wait. But what about all the other stuff that they I play know, on Netflix? What about I know. the racist stuff they play on it? I know. Now, yeah. that was my whole thing. Not to mention, okay, one of his jokes <laughs> was about women. And he was saying how, I'm for the Me Too movement. He mm-hmm. said, I'm for the Me Too movement, but I don't agree with how they went about the Me Too movement. And a lot of people feel this way. They just won't say it out loud. And what he said was, is as a person, as a man who stepped away from $56 million to protest, you have to take yourself away and, and sacrifice to make your point. And one of the things he said is, why not go into your agent's office and find the lady who's doing the copies or something that's not even in a role and say, we're not, you're no longer my agent. We're going to all work under this woman and sh- give her the props, give her the money. Y'all both 
grow up instead of, you know, make those sacrifices Mm -hmm. so that your point can, you know, your point can actually have some type of result. Like, okay, I feel this way and I feel that we're being mistreated in the workforce. So I'm no longer going to work for people who I feel is against me as a woman. And I'm going to put my money and my time, even if it's a slower process, Mm -hmm. into this woman who can do, you know, and that was his point. You Mm -hmm. know, now he was vulgar about it because he's a comedian. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that was the point, you know. All his specials are like that. Yeah. It's not going to stop, though. Mm-hmm. Everything that's going on right now is just Netflix is loving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's true. Because everybody's money. going to watch yeah, it. Like, well, let me see what you're talking yeah. about. I didn't even want to watch yeah. it until, <laughs> until the controversy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Look, at, look at what he said on Sticks and Stones. He said worse stuff than that on Sticks and Stones. He did. Well, you you know what? <laughs> when, on this particular um, uh, show or special, the beginning, he was so... Vo- I was like, oh... Dave is going in. Like, it was so vulgar. I was like, ooh. But he does that. He did that last Yes, he did. Because he be talking about Michael Jackson. He be talking about, like, he goes. Don't you expect that from you? I do. That's that's Dave Chappelle. And I just would. I understand the sensitivity in it. But you know what I mean. Well, I'm gay. And some of this is too gay for me. (laughs) I'm I'm just over it. I'm, I'm serious. I can go outside and yell, Oh, I'm black. Oh, nobody cares. Like, you offended me. I'm black. Nobody cares. Yeah. You offended me. I'm a woman. But let me say, you offended me and I'm a lesbian? Man. It's a whole different it's response. It's a whole different response. Babe, you be saying that. Like, right. it's mm-hmm. like the response is not, it should be the same across the board. You know, we should be fighting across the board for injustice. You, But now, I'm, I had, go ahead, babe. I, I mean, think about what he said. He, uh, he made a point. He said that, um. Someone can kill someone and still live their life. But if you offend a gay person, you are banned and your money is taken away. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened with the baby. Yeah. That's all he was saying. He was just making points. for, And everyone that's a te- if, if people would have just said, okay, and just left it alone, you know, but you're making, making his, his point. point. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying yeah. is that you're making his point on what he's saying. First of all, come on. Dave Chappelle is very smart. All his family... It's professors, his mom, his dad, his sister. They're mm-hmm. all professors. So he's the only one that took this path. He's a very educated human being. So he says things it's, it's to make you yeah, to make you think about certain things. Mm-hmm. And people instead of thinking, they they go with attack. They just mode, go by or attacking me. Or yeah. they're offended, yeah, you know. So. And you know what? Sometimes conf- conf- conversations can be offensive. You know what I mean? I guess that's my point. Like, sometimes we're going to see stuff that may offend us, but that doesn't mean it's the conversation shouldn't happen. Yeah, not, not, not to mention, to go back on that, he did say what the baby said was horrible. Yes. He did say that. He, he was said, like, I never yeah, heard that. He part. did say that. He said yes. what he said so was So he was like, horrible. man, that th- I wouldn't even say that. Yeah, he said, like that. I did that. That was horrible. And then he goes, but this man killed somebody in a Walmart and no one's ever heard of it. But because he offended this person, so it's okay for him to kill somebody and have nobody get offended. But for him to not saying that it wasn't offensive because it was even as a woman it was but and I guess there's no but to that it was offensive 
I think the conversation is more so the results, like what is acceptable and what's not. What is can't makes you canceled and what doesn't. Why isn't offending women cancel culture? Yeah, I, Why I, isn't being racist cancel culture? I can tell you one thing. It's a comedian. No disrespect, but I gotta let you know. It's a comedian named Corey Holcomb. Ooh. He's worse than Dave Chappelle. <laughs> really? He's like the oh my god. He's funny, oh, but he says things. It's gonna be too that, much for me. Yeah, you're gonna be like, oh my god! You you're gonna be shocked, and you're gonna make a laugh like, yo, you. But you're gonna laugh like, yo, did he just say that? Oh, like you heard, he, uh-huh. yo, oh, he's, he's <laughs> worse than Dave Chappelle could ever be. Because he, when I say, see, Dave Chappelle, he make some type of, he put some type of knowledge in it, and he'd go around it, and, it all and then you'd be like, oh, okay. But Corey Holcomb, it's oh, just be. Straight to the point. You boom. You boom. Oh, you, I can't. Boom. I can't. That might be too much. <laughs> you know, so. Oh Lord. Well, I mean, that's today's D. You guys can uh kind of give us your comments. You can go on our Instagram and let us know what you think at Afternoon Tea Radio Atlanta. Um, but let's get into some good stuff. Some right. Nikki Payne. Stuff. Oh, I'm the good stuff. Okay. <laughs> you the good I'm stuff, the good girl. Stuff. So where are you originally from? I'm from Atlanta. I'm from Bankhead. You are? Yeah. I just ain't said shouty yet. I know. It's like two of y'all. I'm playing. (laughs) I can can hear the Atlanta. That's what's up. That's what's up. So let me ask you. When did you know you wanted to have your own business? And I've never wanted to have my own business. Really? I didn't even want to do this. What? No. So what did you want to do? Not be broke. <laughs> like seriously, like now that's like, a goal. Like I always worked, I always finessed myself into a job. Yeah. Like I never applied and got it. I knew somebody. Uh, I knew somebody. Mm. Or my cousin when we had to fax the resumes. Yeah. Like people would call me and they'd be like, come in for it. And they'd be like, oh, you went to Spelman? I said, I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. I always finessed something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was working at the bank. Everything was going good. Not to depress you, but I lost. Um, I had two children, and I had a seven-year-old son, two-year-old daughter, and I lost both of my children and my husband in the same day. What? August twentieth, two thousand and seven. Oh, what happened? Can't feel sorry for me. From I don't. I don't feel mm. sorry for you, but this is definitely a, a situation that's sad. Mm. Well, my husband was a good. My my husband was a good man, mm-hmm. really good man. Never beat me. Never nothing yeah. like that. He came home one day and pulled out a gun and tried to kill all of us, and I was the only one that made it. What happened? He came in. Don't feel sorry. For me. I'm not. I'm um, listening to you. He came in one day. He was just talking to himself. I'm like. He talking to. He had a mental breakdown. He had a mental breakdown, and he always had a gun because he worked for himself. And I was just like, why? Why he had a gun out in front of the children? What's his background? Well, he's from um, Gainesville, Georgia. Um, The reason why I can't tell you a lot of his background because I didn't know a lot of his background. Mm. Like I knew what he wanted me to know. I say he had a military background, did he? No military background, but um, he used to tell me he was like, oh, you know, when I was young, I I used to get in trouble, but his records were sealed. And then wow. once he passed, you know, they unsealed the record. It's like, oh, man, you know, he had a lot of mental abuse. I don't know what happened to him. And so he um, apparently him and his friends were throwing uh, bricks over the expressway or something. <gasps> wow. And somebody hit the car and the person died. And yeah. He had to go to this. Um, I'm going to say like a youth camp. Yeah. And I don't know what happened in there. But they was like, yeah, we can kind of see. Yeah, those. Uh, 
those camps. Uh, see, a lot of people think that it's like to rehabilitate you, but they actually just try to break you down. Mm. You know, try to break your spirit, and you know, some of the craziest things they always tell you is when you about to leave out, they say, uh, "We'll see you in six months. We'll see you in a year." We'll see it's you like this, they're you know. conditioning you to yeah. think that's where you yeah. belong. That's so sad. Ha, ha, ha. I'm sorry. Um, like they kind of threw me off. I'm sorry. No, no, you no. I love that. Um, I love. I mean, because your testimony. Yeah. How long were you married? I was only married about a year. Wow. But we had been together for like three or four years. My son wasn't his son. Okay. But my daughter was his. Wow. And so, like, he 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 just, he just snapped. Wow. Like, just, he, um, long story short, like, after he was talking to himself, he um, just shot the gun in the air. And I was like, yeah, I was heard somebody say, like, everything stops, like, the clock stopped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bird stopped. Like, yeah. my heart literally stopped. And my daughter, she was scared, so she ran to him. And my son, he looked at me, and I said, run upstairs. You know, I'll be up there in a minute. And then my husband, he took the gun. And like, like where you are, he just had the gun to my face, and he said, you need to leave. And I said, wait, what you mean? He said, you need to go. He doesn't, he don't want to do this. He'll call it, that's what he kept saying. Wow. He don't want to do this. And I kept saying, who is he? And so he reached behind me and he was like, you need to go. And then he just cocked a gun and he just started shooting. He just shot. He, I mean, he just, it clicked. So it didn't shoot me. And I was just like, and so I ran out the door and the way my house was, you go down a hill like this. And I was running out the door. I wasn't scared to die. I was scared of the pain from the bullet. Wow. I kept saying, God, I know I'm going to die. Just let me die quick. Mm-hmm. Don't let me die slow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's all I kept thinking. And um, so I ran and I got in the woods and I had my phone and I called the police. And I was like, well, first I called my mom. Like, for some reason, I just don't want the police to get this man. Wow. You know, because I don't understand. Like, my husband wasn't bad to me. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I don't want him to go to jail. Yeah. You know, not thinking he almost killed you. I called my mom. My mom's like, oh, I'll call you back. I'm on the phone with him. I'm like, no, talk to me. Because she didn't know something was going on. She didn't know what he was, uh, where he was mentally. Yeah. So then I called the, I called my brother. Then I called the police. And they were like, where you are? And I was like, I'm in the woods. And they was like, you know, crawl out. So I was crawling out from the woods. And then I just seen a pair of Jordans. And I told the lady on the phone, I said, ma'am, I'm finna die. He's finna kill me. He's right here. And then I just seen, like, the shoes take off. And then I seen the, the police come. And then I just fainted. But... Like, within a couple of hours, he had um, shot my baby girl in the head, and it went through her head, and it went out of her arm. Um, he shot my son in the head, but my, sh- my son flinched, so he made it to the hospital. He was brain dead, but, and then my husband shot himself. Damn. So, I'm sitting here, like, so I was one of them girls, like, I got a dude. I'm doing better than you. Yeah. I got Gucci. I got this. I got that, man. What I didn't, when my husband died... Like, all the money died. Because mm. I'm so into, I got a dude with some money. Yeah. It ain't get my money and save it. It's like, well, my money's the shop. He got the money for the bill. Yeah. And then when he died, he would, but he would tell me, this is what this is. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. Mm. And then when he died, I hadn't retained none of it. So when he passed, I ended up in a um, mental institute. Yeah. Um, Behind Southern Regional. And then I got hooked on drugs because at the mental institute, 
as long as I use my kids for excuse, I can get anything I want. Wow. Like, they, they didn't talk to me. They were, how you feeling? Oh, just take this pill. Yeah. Oh, you all right? Just take this pill. The doctor's mm. going to come talk to you tomorrow. But when he talks to me, he's just giving me more pills. Mm. So then when I left there, I was hooked. Like, I was literally, like, a couple of days, I was hooked on all this medicine. Wow. Right? The feeling, it takes away. It was know? like, yeah. yeah. And then I could feel it wearing off and then I just want some more, more. Mm. but as long as I tell somebody oh my kids did oh man they'll give me pills all day yeah. I went to like three three to five therapies with the same story they all just write me stuff wow. nobody checks nobody cares like we need to talk to her it's like oh let's just find out what is yeah. actually wow so when I got out of there I went back to the house but guess what Ain't no gas. I'm boiling water to to bathe. Mm. I done pun the car titles, you know, to get money. So I'm I'm sitting up here like, okay, you about to lose the house. Looked at TV and it was a facial commercial. I said, you know what? If I go to school, I can get there alone and, and get the overage. Time I get the check, I'm gone. Oh, I don't care wow. if it's is changing tires, right? Mm. So I googled schools for facials. First school came up. I applied. Went up there, got the fast for. They said, okay, well, your overage is going to be 3500 I said, let me get that today. They said, fool, you got to go to school first. And I said, okay. Every Friday I would go down there. You got that check? You got that check? Wow. But while I was there, I hated everything in the school except for one thing. And that was machines. Because the machines will put you in a room by yourself. See, when you're going through like a mental, like a depression, I just want to be by myself. Be alone, but I yeah. got to stay here to get this check. Yeah. Messed around and learned every machine at the school. What? <laughs> Girl. Every machine at the school didn't do none of the other stuff. I just wrote them credit. But every machine I, I learned how to do. And that's what got me on my feet. And that's why I'm here today. But I never wanted to do it. Wow. Just happened to be well, you're good what, at it. Dang. Girl, yeah. I just want to hug on you. Let me tell you how that testimony is going up. Like, that's real. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have one question. I don't know if you answered. Like, so. The stuff that you didn't know about him, did it all come out after Later. he passed? Did they paint him as a bad person? Did they paint him as the person that you didn't know? No, they painted the person I knew as that's not the person we know. Mm. Everybody mm. said, no, that's him. We don't know who you know. Really? Everybody. His mama. Everybody said. But see, he was from, he's from Georgia, but he was from up north. Yeah. So he always told me, oh, we were poor growing up. So I assume he was ashamed of his family. Mm-hmm. You know, like we'd go up there. I wouldn't really go in. It was like kind of torn down. Yeah. But then after he died, people was like, you never met the family? You know they got a history of suicide in the family? You don't know that the brothers, you know, tried wow. to. Wow. You don't know that they got all this stuff going on in their family? And I said, I knew about the sister but once he died, I was like, who did I? I don't know who I married. Dang. Wow. And so to me, it was like he was trying to change for the better. Yeah. But some kind of way they collided. Them demons. Yep. Yeah. Them demons, they collided. And they did an autopsy, no tumors. They asked me if he had, you know, any medicine, any new medicine that he's taking. Nothing. But he was a good guy. Like, I can't even sit up here and bash you. He was good to me. Yeah. He was even good to my son, and my son wasn't his. He was fighting. He was fighting. And so Inside, I was talking internal. to somebody and they was like, so was he saying, I don't want to do this or he don't want to do it? I said he was saying he, he don't. He, don't yeah. Want, yeah. he was fighting. Yeah. He was fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, that is such a, 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 a sad story. But yeah, I a lot of people it. don't understand that. I look at it mm-hmm. and I look at the fact that you were able to see light in him. Mm-hmm. 
You I know, still see light in you. You know, he was and, he wasn't a bad person. He did a bad thing. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And it's hard if you saying everybody labeled him that way. It's hard to fight something that people are labeling you. But that's why he he changed everything. That's why he went away and created this, this life and this family. Different because when you're around those circumstances, I mean, be honest, if he would have stayed around that, it probably would have happened even quicker. You know, mm-hmm. so like him being away from that stuff, he tried to create a better. That's why he, he started speaking as, you know, the. That like demon another that person, he has. Like yeah, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, wow. You should write a book. Yes. You know what? <laughs> you should definitely write you a book. You need to. I need to because you know, a lifetime they call me. Everybody, let me tell you something crazy. Everybody has called me for a movie. But they never want the truth. They want me to say that he beat me. Wow. Oh, yeah, because that's Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood. Got, Hollywood got to explain that's why you're not angry. See, you're, you're angry. So you got the, like, you're not angry. You you keep saying, well, he was good to me. He was, they don't want to hear that. They want to mm-hmm. hear you say, no, he was the worst person. He was this. Because there has to that's be a this. reason. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's how Hollywood sells it. Not, it no. was a person that actually loved the woman, loved the kid. He had some problems took his life and that's what happened they never want to hear that they always want to flip it and it's hard because he he took your children's life as well and people Mm -hmm. can't get I mean that's a hard pill to grasp for anyone Mm -hmm. but the reality is it is not that simple that he was just evil and beating on you and hurting you and tried to kill everybody that's not the story right so I said the only way I write a book they got to come with a film deal. I, I never wanted a film deal. But they was like, if you write that book, somebody going to put some Hispanic people in there. They're going to tell your whole story, but they're going to add somebody beating you. Mm-hmm. So I don't want, I, so, I, even if I try to, try, they said they can just change something in there. Yeah. And they got a whole movie. Won't you write the movie? Yeah. No, what you do is, what you do is, so they won't steal it. When you write that book, do a documentary. Mm-hmm. You document it, so you're talking about it. You're, you're, you're talking about it. You're going back to to the house or to the home. You're doing whatever, and you're talking about it. You're showing pictures, you're doing everything, because now everything is right there, so everybody can see it. So if somebody try to take it from you, your idea is all in that documentary. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a great idea. idea. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all you got to do. Ooh, girl, we gonna be friends. <laughs> you 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 blessed, baby. Uh-huh. You are. Thank you. you are. So let me ask you this. So you, yeah, you, you your, good? You good? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm uh, good. Your I'm good. story to your profession. Okay. What was the struggles like once you learned the got the education behind it and you're like, okay, I done actually learned all this. What was the struggles to actually bring it to your business, like to become a business? Ain't nobody gonna want to hear this. I had to leave my family alone. You know what? My family was. <laughs> I'm some real stuff. Why? I would have discounted myself out of business. I would have, I basically did like my husband. I targeted everybody but my family. I blocked all of them on my page. What? Half on still block. Because <laughs> the biggest struggle for me was I've had like 10 businesses. Yeah. Couple of them legal. I done had a couple of them. <laughs> I done had a lot of businesses. And I don't think that it's my family saying, oh, my family's probably tired of me failing. Mm. Oh, she's starting another business again. Oh, they're not taking it. you. They're not taking me serious. But when I blew up, oh, we take you serious, girl. How much you gonna charge? I'm gonna charge you the same thing. That I'm charging everybody. Yeah. But so it's 26 of us. My dad's kid. It's 26. I'm number three. What? 
So even if I did a sister or brother every day, that's my whole schedule. Yeah. So one of my obstacles was telling my family and my friends no. Like, mm-hmm. listen, I'm trying to get my business off the ground. I can't. You know I filed bankruptcy. You know I got put out. Yes. I still got a warrant. Over yes. <laughs> like, how am I going to pay my bills and keep my... Oh, I paid my warrant. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah. But it's like, how can I keep I'm my like, business? I'm like, hold on. Y'all don't come, come for Nikki. Don't be coming oh, nah, for Nikki. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but it's like, how can I get my business off the if ground? If I'm giving if everything for free. in me. Invest in me. Invest in me. Yeah. And so that was one of my biggest struggles. Mm-hmm. And then I knew too many people. Mm. Like, um, like I could never I could never set up shop at Greenbrier. I went to school with everybody. So everybody's like, you remember when your grandma, I don't remember nothing. No, I don't remember nothing. <laughs> so I, I literally had to go to social media and target strangers. Strangers made my business. Mm. Like, mm. like, Like those who support me. They never, they root for me. I don't know those people. They yeah. root for me. Like every Thanksgiving or um, uh, Christmas, I have seasonal depression. They look for me. Mm. Hey, why Nikki ain't posting today? Where she at? You know? So look when, at that. Yeah. So my obstacles with my family. So, yeah. So is there anything you would have done different? With starting my business? Just, yeah, starting your business uh, to lead you where you are now. Like is there anything you would have done different? I think I would have kept some things to myself because mm. I was telling people my dreams and they were just like downing me mm. and and mm. they were like stepping on me and they was like like I didn't really have a, a role model I just yeah. had people that I didn't want to be like mm. and it was like I was like I was like yeah I'm finna start a business well that's you know good, business has failed within such and such a year I like, oh okay well you know such and such you ain't gonna make it black people I do body black people don't pay for their body. And blah, 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 this. And I sat for two months because somebody had told me that I wasn't going to make no money. Wow. I could have made money two months earlier by not listening to it. So some things I would have, you know, done quietly. You know, a lot of people, uh, when they see someone else chasing their dream and they're not chasing theirs, they try to break you down. Mm -hmm. So you can be in the the exact same Mm -hmm. place where they are. Yeah. And God don't. Go ahead, baby. Because the the worst thing ever is, is fear. You know, and mm-hmm. that fear kept you down for those two months because they kept putting fear in you saying, oh, well, you ain't going to do this, you ain't going to do that. And then when you finally did it, when you do start doing it, you'll start thinking about, how is it going to work? I mm-hmm. made money this week, but I might not make it too. You start downing yourself. But then when it come consistent. Guess who helped me, though? Who that? My husband. Really? My husband. I, I, I didn't see him, but I heard his voice. It was a dream, but I didn't see him. But his voice came out of nowhere and said, you don't need no co-signers. And I was like, you know what? If God want me to do something, I don't need no That's customer. Right. God going to find my customers. God going to find my clients. And let me I didn't went through all this. You think I'm finna go through all this to be for nothing? Yes. See, for me, it's not about the money. When I say, like, not be broke, I'm not even talking about money. It's mm-hmm. like spiritually and mentally. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not finna even be broke. Yeah. Spiritually. You know what I mean? Mentally. Okay, this is totally off sudden. When I say spiritually, I hate to say this. Yo, people going to hate me. No. Some of the church people were the meanest people. I bet. Meanest people when I was going through this. Yeah. And it's like, so when I say spiritually, it's, it's I believe in God. Mm-hmm. I just need, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily have to be around church people. Yeah. I don't. But I, I got God here. And you know what? I want to, you know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And the reality is, is the the quote unquote church people are labeled that and separate from 
you know, believers because mm-hmm. that judgment and it's human mm-hmm. that comes from, you know, what you're, I'm taught the same thing you taught. Mm-hmm. Why is it that I am okay with being different and not judging someone, but for you, you after everything you read, you think you can label me I mean, and tell me uh, I am. I mean, you don't have to have, you don't have to go to church to have God. Oh, no. A lot of people think that though, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, because the church is supposed to be where we all come together to worship and yeah. praise, you know. But for some strange reason, I believe probably, see, when we was growing up, see, with my with my grandparents and everything else, they had, or, or my dad, like, I went to this church called True Deliverance Church. But it was like a, uh, maybe two of these rooms. It was small. Everybody, a small church. Yeah, a small church. It was everybody from the block and everything else and you know, everybody praised, everybody was happy. Then now, you know, as you get older, it became more about money and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. how, mm-hmm. you know, big the profit can be. Yeah. And I think that's what, you know. I've had churches use my kid. Oh, we want to celebrate you. And then it ended up being donations for my kid, like donations for something that ain't got nothing to do with me. Wow. Or we want to put your kids in, and then, you know, collect money. And I'm like, yeah. And, you, you know, I, I learned a long time ago, like, humans are humans. I don't care what your role is. You're, everyone's flawed, and that goes inside of the church as well. So what I find myself, like, I didn't necessarily grow up in a church, you know. As I got older and I had my own relationship with God from my own experiences and talking to him and creating that, and when I started getting interested in church, I used to go to church not even expecting perfection out the preacher mm-hmm. because I believe that all people are flawed. And I, the w- the way I chose the church I would go to is, all right, is God speaking through this man to me? Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's them. Mm-hmm. It's like, is God speaking through the, and, and And in regards to like people not seeing your vision for yourself, God will show you what you are and who mm-hmm. you are and not anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not to go on churches because <laughs> we're going to leave that alone. But, um, like, I, I grew up in that, like, all the time and stuff. And I, I remember um, when my grandfather passed away, um, we went to uh, a revival. <laughs> and I took my grandmother. I think I told you the story, you right? Did. I took my grandmother. And, uh, you know, got it was all these, it was, it's a whole bunch of old people. You know, you know how old people are. They, they think, I'm saying, no disrespect, but you know how like when they get like 70, 80, they be like, oh, I'm about to go see the Lord. So I got to get right with yeah. them. You know? So you see all the people that's older inside the church. And uh, it was this young pastor. I ain't going to say your name. So this young pastor, he was, you know, it was a big revival. And it was and it was collecting money. And I'm just looking like, I'm talking about. Hundreds and, and and in Jersey, the Social Security uh, mail is like blue, like like skyish blue. So I'm seeing these, you know, old people. They got my they money. Oh, they take my money. They money. Yeah, they they take money. I was like, I'm seeing it. He probably got like literally like three thousand dollars. So he gives it to this lady. Lady goes in the back. I'm gonna say it real quick. Lady goes in the back. I guess she counted up. Comes back, whisper to him. He go, uh, um, we gonna need uh, a couple more hundred dollars. <laughs> come, uh, come on and uh, bless dig, the dig, No, dig in your pockets for the Lord. Now, the and people. I'm looking right, and I'm seeing the old people like, 
because you know they when they have their social security they, they on a set income so they put a certain thing aside for their ties and everything and i'm seeing them like and then i'm seeing my grandma i'm like you but i'm seeing and i'm look yeah i never got so disgusted mm-hmm. with the guy because what he did and then i'm seeing how what he was driving where he was living everything else and i'm seeing the other people struggle and everything else, and i was like all right and it kind of turned me off mm-hmm. so that that's oh, that no. was just like, i feel, yeah. I feel it, it happens like when you have those experiences like yeah. i got more love from the trap than i did from the church wow like everything that the church was i, I expected from the church yeah i got from the hood like, mm. like I go to the hood and you hungry? You need something? You need some money in your pocket? You, yeah. you good? You, you you need a bus ride? And then when I did go to the church with my friends, they were looking at me like I was going to steal. Cause they, I smelled like weed. But still, <laughs> I was going through something. Yeah. I just got out of the but Miller Institute. That. But nobody asked me, are you, you okay? You had, wow. a, you had a good hood because yeah. where I'm from, <laughs> nobody yeah. got no love for you. Really? Yeah, I had a what? good, I, like, cause, I think because my story was on the news. And yeah. so everybody was like. It was different. It was, it was yeah. different. It's not just you struggling. It was different. Yeah. Your situation was different. All right. We got to get into. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, we got to get into <laughs> Bane Body. Okay. Okay. So how'd you get the name of your company, Bane Bodies? Man, this guy, um, I said, yeah, I'm going to do my business. And he was like, what you going to do? I said, I'm going to make um, people way small and they butt big. You know, I'm going to do, I'm going to make abs and all kind of stuff that I can make. He was like, man, y'all Atlanta folks so vain. I was like, yeah, that's all right. And I was like, yeah, yeah, vain. He was like, yeah, they'll pay anything for their body. Okay, vain body. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So it started as a joke. Yeah. And, he, and then. He to get his commission. <laughs> I know. And it started as a joke and then it caught on. Wow. Like, is this really caught on? So, so what is body sculpting? Like, what what is that? Like, how does so, it work? It's it's really non-invasive. It's, it's uh, let me see how to say it. So I can do anything non-invasive. So I can do any non-medical laser. I can do medical if I'm under a medical director. Mm-hmm. But um, the body sculpting part comes from anybody can take the fat away. But to actually create you a shape mm-hmm. is where the body sculpting Come oh in. wow! Yeah. So it really like it works for anybody type. Um, it depends. There's a lot of medical conditions that like people should like. If you have, well, I'm not gonna say it doesn't work. So say if you had a thyroid issue mm-hmm. and it's a thyroid issue that makes you gain weight, well, mm-hmm. you're gonna need more sessions than other people. But mm-hmm. you're gonna think that it does, it's not working for me. But it's really something medical. Like if something digestive going on, you got liver problem, kidney problem, something like that. It's not that you won't see the results. It's just gonna be slower. Yeah. Than other people. Yeah, but, okay. but that's basically what it is. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I love that. All right, well, let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and I want to talk about um, how you survived the pandemic. Okay. That cool? That's cool. All right, let's take a quick break, y'all. We'll be back. Hey, what's going on, you guys? I'm Carrie Epps here on Afternoon Tea Radio. Hey, everybody, it's Jay Nash, creator of Girl Power Hour Radio. I am right here on Afternoon Tea Radio Atlanta. What's up, everyone? My name is Sydney Chandler Monet, and I am the host of Perfect Timing Podcast, and I'm here on Afternoon Tea Radio. There's a lot going on in the world, and your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country and over 15 million songs. 
songs to create your own custom stations. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. Hi, I'm Vivica Fox. For more than 100 years, American Humane has been rescuing animals during hurricanes, floods, and wildfires. But Mother Nature isn't the only danger animals face. Sometimes it's human nature. Every year, six million animals are abandoned and more than a million are euthanized. You can be a hero to animals in need of rescue and adoption at AmericanHumane.org. Yo, 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 this is your man, Mr. 23, Henderson Maddox, straight out of Atlanta. I'm on Afternoon Tea Radio with Maria Jordan and Karis Jordan. What's up? What's up? It's Monietta Shaw, and I am on the radio with the Afternoon Tea. Take a sip. Sometimes I wish you knew, but I disguise the truth. I say I'm happy, but I'm still stuck on us. Mm -mm -mm. Does your mind play this game too? Think about me and you. I guess I'll just pretend until it all makes sense. Mm -mm 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 -mm. See you face to face, I'm thinking about the days we used to be. But I can't make a scene But I can't make a scene See you face to face I'm thinking about the days we used to be But I can't make a scene But I can't make a scene is overdue Tell me your point of view Tell me am I to blame You're so good with change mm -mm -mm. A table set for two You got me waiting but you ain't coming through Try to stay patient but gotta face the truth mm -mm -mm. Whoa, whoa. See you face to face I'm face thinking face. about the days we used to be Thinking about the days but I can't make a scene. But I can't make a scene. See you face to face. I'm thinking about the days we used to be. But I can't make a scene. But I can't make a scene. I need you every day, believe me when I say it 
you just heard Gideon, uh, Like I Want You, our song Artist of the Week. Call him who? Gideon. Giveon. Giveon. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> Don't put me out there like that, babe. You could just bad. correct me. Dang. Golly. We are on air. Y'all see how you do me? It's okay. It's all right. All right, Joe. So tell us. Well, first, we are on air with Nikki Payne. Um, She is dope, dope, dope testimony, dope business. Um, And a lot of people can relate. So we're trying to convince her to write a book. Um, And just mention us at the back, like, Afternoon TV Radio told told me to write a book. And then Cash Jordan told me to do a documentary. (laughs) October 19th, 2021. Come on now. Come on now. All right. So... How did you pivot your business? We talked about it a little off air during the pandemic. Like, how did you have to uh, pivot it? Well, I'm very good at, I don't don't know if the word is forecasting. So, like, right now, I'm already thinking about stuff for next year. Mm. That's just how my mind is. So, before the pandemic, I kept saying, you know what? So, I have lupus. But it mine's more like arthritis. Okay. And I kept saying, man, can I really be 50, 60 using my hands? I got to have something that's not service-based. I got to have something that I don't have to use my hands, right? Because when I take a vacation, my, my business take a vacation. Mm. So I started looking for, like, products to sell and stuff like yeah. that before the pandemic. And so I started making a lot of money. I said, okay, well, I'm going to take a portion of it. I said, I'm going to take 20 30% of what I made, and I'm just going to buy products, and I'm just going to sell them. Right. And so I, I had tested it a little bit. And before the pandemic, I don't know what woke me up in my sleep. And I was like, oh, man, China didn't email me again. Let me just put in a big order. And so I put in a big order. Wow. And then two months later, COVID came. It was March. Um, that's when everything started shutting down. Yeah. Doesn't it take a long time to, to come from China, though? Yeah, it was two months. Yeah, well, it used to take me like two weeks. Mm-hmm. But then it took two months around it. Wow. But when it came in, I was the only one. With everything. With everything. Right. <laughs> I was the only one. But I had been on wow. Instagram for forever. I was like, yeah, y'all, my hands ain't going to make it. I don't, I don't, y'all know how my legs is. I'm not going to be working like this. And I was telling everybody, y'all better get y'all something to sell. Get y'all something to sell. So, and so I, what is it? Like a machine? Like um, what well, some you, of them are. So I had some machines that um, you can do yourself at home mm. to get rid of um, um, rid of fat and shape your body. I had some that are tighten your skin. I had uh, like bodybuilders, so they actually exercise. But when it's time for competition, they really wanted their skin tight, like mm. around their muscles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I made a lot of money because everybody got big over quarantine. So everybody's <laughs> at home and they's like, "Man, I'm really getting big." I have a question. How does it, you said some, how does it actually get rid of fat? Like, what is it doing? Oh, so it depends. So, um, there's a laser, it's a cavitation, and then it's skin tightening. So a laser, a laser would, let's say if the fat in your body is a grape, Mm -hmm. right? The laser is going to take a laser beam and keep hitting that grape until it put a hole in it. All the contents, which is the fat, is going to come out of that grape and it's going to shrink to a raisin. Mm. So that laser shrunk your fat. Wouldn't that hurt? Mm-mm. Yeah, you don't feel it. Uh, and you ain't going to feel a laser? Mm-mm, you're not going to no. feel this laser. Oh, no. okay. And then a cavitation, that's a wand. So what cavitation does, cavitation says, I'm going to liquefy fat. So if that, if that laser put a hole in that grape... It turned to a raisin. The cavitation is gonna come behind it and take and take that raisin and turn it into liquid. So now it's no more fat, mm. right? But the thing about it is, medically, some people might can get one, some 
can get both. It just it depends. depends on your body. And yeah. Effect. Now the skin tightening, how that works is, um, it's a radio frequency wave. So it doesn't. What it does is, when it touches your body, it forces your body to make more uh, collagen. So you know how if you cut yourself, um, your blood cells are run to the cut. Like, oh my god, let me help you. But collagen is different. If I put that heat on you from that machine, the collagen says, oh my god, I'm about to die. Let me duplicate. Let me replicate. Mm. So every time it replicates, your skin gets tighter. So yeah, that's mm, yeah. going to school, us girl. So so yeah. the people that take collagen pills is that's good for them. Or, mm-hmm. okay. eat, and people who eat Jello, people who, uh, collagen powder, they they'll put in their coffee and they'll start coming from the inside out. Really, it's just a process. It's not an overnight. Yes, yeah, the problem with people people want that rush process. Like, yeah. oh, I just took it. Why is and it not I do working? A, I do a lot of people that come from like overseas that had actual surgery. And when they come in pain, I was like, oh, I wish you would have did this another way. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's very expensive, too, going overseas. Mm -hmm. So what are some other goals that you have for yourself? Oh, I'm going to make a mixtape. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) See that? You're a rapper, too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Get up. Go to bed. Yeah, you want to go night night. Yeah. yeah, you got a rap name though, Nikki Payne. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely a rap name. You know, I I always have different goals, mm-hmm. but they change so much because the world changes. Mm-hmm. Like I know I got a purpose. I don't really think that vain bodies is my purpose. Like God got me here to do vain mm. bodies, but I feel like. Vain body is going to lead me to, to what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do. Okay. I like that. Maybe it's going to get me on the plate. Maybe it got me here so I can do my documentary. Yes. But um, personal goals, um, set new boundaries mm-hmm. for myself. Not okay. be so accessible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I want to read more. The whole book. Because I'm good at starting the summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to read the whole thing. I'll read the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got the summary. Yeah. The cliff notes. Professionally, I'm an introvert. I'm I'm trying to learn to network. Yeah. With, I, but it's hard for me because yeah. I, I think people be cap. I be looking like, bro. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I know. I it's know. Atlanta, you know. Yeah. That's like, what people do now. like business is hard. And I'm not the person on Instagram like, oh, let me go get in my private jet today. It's like, I'm sitting the post office lost my stuff. <laughs> right? So my goal yeah. is to network, um, create a circle mm-hmm. of of people and not based on their Instagram followers. Yeah. You know, and not, yeah, yeah, not based on, or some somebody can learn from me and I learn from them, mm-hmm. but it's not all like taken. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's kind of my goal. I, this, love that. I never had like really money goals. And then like that, because I, I shoot dice or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as a mental health advocate, any advice to listeners to maintain a positive mental health during uncertain times? Hmm. Uncertain times like pandemic or uncertain times like mental health, like depression? I would say depression. Depression. Yeah, because couldn't... You could be up and then one Bang. minute just down. Yeah. In the same day. Yeah. So what's helped me, if, if the person is a business owner, what I would suggest is virtual assistance, mm. automation, and paying people to free up your time. There's times that I can't get out of bed because I'm depressed, but I got systems in place. So I'm not good at Instagram ads, but I pay somebody to run this ad yeah. for me and let it hit my car. So when I'm not 
I mean, I don't want to work. I don't feel like working. My business is still, still working. Going, okay. like so I plant seeds now. So in November, when I'm going through something, my money is still coming in. Mm-hmm. Virtual assistants allow me to take a break. You know, I yeah. always talk, I got to do everything myself. I don't trust. I still don't trust nobody. Yeah. But <laughs> it just frees up my time. And I never understood how money, when it frees up, like I could pay people to do stuff for me so I could have a mental day. Yeah. So I could take a week. So it's like quit being cheap with yourself. Yes. Yeah. It's your benefit. Say it's the girl who pawned her car title. <laughs> <laughs> now look at you. I yeah. know, right? I know, right? So, So what do you have coming up? I ain't got too much stuff coming up. <laughs> you know what? This pandemic then wore me out. And the reason I say it wore me out is because now I, I got stuff in customs that's been there for four months. What? So sometimes by the time it comes, it might, if it will, I don't even know what it is. It, I might have passed that wave. Yeah. You know? Okay. So now I think I'm finna go into selling like digital products mm. because I can't rely on. You know the 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 mail, the, the customs yeah. and stuff like that. But if I have digital stuff, then I can control that and I can make money in my sleep. Oh, I have a question. Is this stuff like is it expensive? Oh no 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 no! It's expensive. Not expensive. It can go from depending on what you want, sixty to one hundred and fifty a service or well, something. But like some people might need. Thing with it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. listen, I be yeah. in the gym every morning, and <laughs> it's some places around me that need to yeah. be snatched, whatever, how much and pulled in the chin. Oh, that's like eighty something dollars. It's not, it's not expensive at all because people need sessions. So, so listen, you may I, need three sessions. You may need four sessions. I wear my mask. Mm-hmm. I know you don't do hands on too much no more, but I'm gonna need an appointment because okay. I'm trying to be snatched. Okay, and, you know, ain't that wrong with you? But okay, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, yeah. and it's not that I don't do people because I don't want to. Is I move my location to Smyrna. So the time I get my permit, I got you. Please do because we're not far from Smyrna. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's right off South Atlanta Road. Don't be laughing at me, baby. I'm serious. It's the heart attack. And I, I love my trainer. I know uh, shout out to Ashley. But, um, yeah. You know she's going to be like. You don't need that. Yeah. Now, Ashley, I'm not going to take her. You got me. I, I ain't going to take her. <laughs> I'm going to still go to Ashley. So, I'm so fine, fine. How could our listeners keep in contact with you? Oh, on my personal page, um, on Instagram. I can't get on Facebook because I cuss too much and my auntie will embarrass me. Okay. <laughs> but uh, on Instagram, my personal page is Nikki's underscore pain. Mm-hmm. And my business page is Vain Bodies underscore by Nikki. I love it. And you spell pain, P-A-Y-N-E. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Girl, you are amazing. Thank I'm you. I'm so glad you were able to come on and join us. I'm so happy that you're at a place. Were you always at this place where you could share? No. Nah. Yeah. I wouldn't even hear yesterday. Yeah. It's off and on, like he said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, you know, you're in, going in the right direction. And I think you are going to bless people. Thank you. I really do. And you mentioned digital. Yep. Okay. You mentioned digital. You should maybe do, you know how you do your Instagram posts of do not, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Maybe create a book of just uh, that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. make it, and it could be a digital book. See how, see? I, I'm going to put you on game too, right? You see mm-hmm. how like you talk, you you, you you bring people in with how you talk. Mm-hmm. You can create a little YouTube thing, blog about it. Mm-hmm. You have no idea how many people you're going to help with your story. Come on now. You're not afraid to tell your story, so you can do all that. And it, it generates revenue too. So just let me know. You can do that too. You can talk. Yeah, you like, can speak. You like, can speak. And it's and what I love is you're yourself. 
and that's what makes people want to listen yeah. to you. I'm gonna start so following I'm excited. you. So when you uh, blow up, I'll you back. The documentary. Yeah, we see the documentary on YouTube and the, and the do not. No, but you're always welcome here. Thank you so much for coming. Thank um, you. And we are really excited to have you. Shout out to Lily May. Yeah. Yes. So today's quote of the day. I have discovered in life that there are ways of getting almost anywhere you want to go if you really want to go. I'm gonna say that again. I have discovered in life that there are ways of getting almost anywhere you want to go if you really want to go. And that's by Langston Hughes. Mm-hmm. I agree with that completely. Mm-hmm. All right. So make sure you're following us on Afternoon Tea Radio Atlanta on IG and Afternoon Tea Radio on Facebook. And, and you can visit our personal sites, imariejordan.com and parisjordan.com. Awesome. Do you have a website? We need to get you a website. Yeah. If you don't have yeah. one already. We need a website. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see what you got going on. You've been a pleasure. Yeah, Thank you. you so, so much for coming on. And we love to have you back anytime. All right. I'll All right. I'll bring my machine. All right, y'all. Oh, yes, girl. Get me right. Okay. Get me right. I ain't doing that, Ashley. <laughs> Make sure you guys stay tuned uh, next week. All right. Yeah. Peace. Thank you for listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your boy, Karis Jordan. And your favorite host, Maria Jordan. And make sure you tune in every Thursday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. 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 Y